You've tuned in to Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. So you had an exciting weekend in fabulous Las Vegas? Yes. Hungover Las Vegas, yes. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, man. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Yeah. Well, that's good. Keep it that way because, you know, they say what happens there stays there. Right. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, you know, uh, I, I believe a happy birthday is in order then since uh, I believe that's why you were there in Las Vegas. Yes, exactly. So uh, those who who... Uh, our local or you know um, loyal listeners, you can go ahead and wish Daniel a happy birthday when you get a chance on social media. He, I imagine he will uh, appreciate it. I probably would. No, I definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while you were partying it up, what did did you find any uh, any news stories that you thought are is are worth um, talking about? You know, um, I've missed all the Super Bowl uh, commercials. I know I can YouTube them. Um, all the TV spots for, you know, all the Marvel things. Um, but I did run into two TV spots that weren't aired for Batman Superman. And it's basically ads or campaigns to use Turkish Airlines to fly to Metropolis or to fly to uh, Gotham. Yeah, those did air. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him. I saw him on TV. It was just, it was their weird commercials because, I mean, obviously it's a commercial for Turkish Airlines, but they're using the whole uh, Batman Superman as a backdrop, and it's like, <laughs> why? I mean, you gotta wonder why they just like that's the airline they decided to go with for Gotham and Metropolis, right? <laughs> so yeah, that was very strange. Um, you know. I think I didn't. I the one I didn't see air, but apparently it did was the the Captain America Civil War trailer, which gave us more of the lineup, and you got to see uh, Ant Man in the in his Captain America team lineup. I didn't even see that air. I didn't see it till I didn't see the actual thing until everybody else posted it online. Huh? <clears throat> did you get up during the commercial or? No, usually I, I believe I stayed still in in the living room in front of the TV because I know I really had to pee at the end of the game. So, <laughs> see, that's always been one of my problems is that I like the commercials, but I also watch football, so it was difficult for me to find a moment when I can go to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't blame you. I guess I could have went. I could have went during the halftime show. True. Um. Well, uh, some other news that has popped up around the web. Um, Pied Piper is going to make a return to uh, The Flash. 
later this season. Huh, interesting. He's I thought he was an interesting character in the first season, so I'm a, I'm interested to see what they end up doing with him in the second season. Um if I'm not mistaken, was that the one that was uh Harrison Wells' uh prodigy? Yes, and he had that kind of a rivalry with uh Cisco? Yes. Right. Which, you know, we also have to talk about is that, um, so you know how they, they've announced that big crossover that's going to happen between Supergirl and Flash, right? Right. Well, apparently that crossover is going to be part of him traveling through the 52 different alternate universes. So Supergirl doesn't actually take place in the same universe as Flash. Well. Right. Never would have guessed. I wouldn't have guessed that either. So, you know, any character that I believe has uh, been announced that's going to show up in later in Season 2 might not be a character that we've already seen, but, like, the same actor. So there'll be characters from other universes. So this Pied Piper could be a, a Pied Piper from Earth 4 or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, that's obviously that's what we know is going to happen with... Uh, Robbie Amell as um, Deathstorm. Right, and Caitlin as opposed, Snow. As opposed to his five-story. Right, and Caitlin Snow as, as Killer Frost. I can dig that, though. Yeah, me too. Me too. I can I can get behind that. Um, what else have I seen? Have you seen something else? Um, I think um, there's a teaser or there's an article or there's more stills of... Uh... Uh, the Punisher on Daredevil. Oh. Yes. Definitely looking forward to that. That's, um, what is that? That's in March? Yeah, March. Yeah. That's supposed to come out. Month and a half. Yeah, it's around the same time as uh, Batman v Superman, I believe. Right. Uh, are you Are you watching Lucifer at all? It is a comic book adapted TV show um I, we don't talk about it i'm guessing more because it's not a superhero type of one but uh do you are you, are you happen to catch it it's, i i am it's pretty, i think it's a pretty good show no um uh, but i always see it uh popping up uh whenever i'm on i'm, I'm on other websites it's uh the little banner pops up saying that it's like fox's new hit show or something like that it it's definitely interesting. So uh, if you get a chance, you should give it a, you should give it a, a few episodes just to just to watch it. I would say I would tell that to anybody though. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, they announced a villain for the preacher show that's going to be coming up on AMC later this this year. Oh, okay. And and it's going to be played by none other than Rorschach from The Watchmen. Nice. One, uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Nice. So I thought you'd be excited about that since you're a big Watchmen fan. That is awesome. That makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, uh, I, I guess recently at a fan expo for, um, uh, Stephen Amell was doing a Q and a, uh, I guess a fan asked him who who would be a uh, character they want he wants to come back to fight, 
and he said uh, Manu Bennett's uh, Deathstroke. Well, seeing as how Bennett is on another show now, the Shannara Chronicles on MTV, more than likely he's not going to come back as Deathstroke, and Deathstroke is going to be, according to Mark Guggenheim, Deathstroke uh, as a character is going to be utilized in the DC movie universe, so he probably aren't going to see him on the TV show anytime soon. Yeah. Right? That is kind of sad. Yeah. And it looks like uh, TJ Miller and Ryan Reynolds both want Cable to be in the sequel to Deadpool. And uh, a person they think would play a good Cable would be Liam Neeson. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> You know, I want I want Stephen Lang. I think he'd be a good uh, cable. You know who that is? The actor? No, but I do see your po- I've seen your post quite a few. You saw times. my post? <laughs> okay, good. Just as long as you saw the the actor, because uh, I I don't know. Watching him in in Avatar, I thought you know that's a lot like what I would think Cable would be like. You know, from uh, from the pictures that you posted, actually, he resembles him a lot. Yeah. And he'd also do good as a Deathstroke, because that's who the other person I said he should play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Voltron. Netflix is gonna is doing a Voltron show. Ooh. Right? <laughs> All the stuff to watch is at Netflix. Netflix, you're doing everything right. That is awesome. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> Uh, I don't really have much else. I mean, there's just been a lot of spattering of watch more stuff. Because, you know, this is like sweeps month, one of the sweeps months of the year. So all the different shows have got big things going on and they want people to watch. And, you know, this, the stories are all kind of coming out right now. But there's nothing really too interesting that I, I felt needed to be talked about. What about you? Uh, no. Okay. Well, then, there we go. Uh, we will get started with, what do we usually start with? Flash? We usually start with uh, with Supergirl since it's on Monday. Supergirl, that's right. So, did have you caught up on Supergirl? I saw, I saw last week's episode with Bizarro. Okay, so we, we were wrong. We thought that girl was going to be Silver Banshee. Apparently, they, uh, Maxwell Lord, or as I like to call him, Lex Luthor Light, decided to make a clone of her, or use her to make a clone of Supergirl. So, that was uh, pretty interesting. Was not expecting okay, not that. To, <laughs> no, was not expecting that at all. Um, not to scoop, skip ahead, but to skip ahead to the end of the episode where we see the Black Mercy... Right. On the on the coffee table, that's fucking incredible. <laughs> I can't believe they're doing that story. However, if with Black Mercy and now uh, and, and Bizarro and you know other things that are happening in the show with Maxwell Lord being a Lex Luthor kind of character, basically they're just taking Superman stories and making them into Supergirl stories. That's what I'm getting out of this. Like, I mean. I don't. I mean, I guess I don't know. I mean, uh, I've read comic books for a very long time, and I guess I don't really know any very iconic Supergirl stories. So, 
I guess you have to steal from Superman stories because that's, you know, the thing that people know. Like, like if you weren't a comic book fan and you just knew things happened in comic books, you would, you would know, like, Bizarro happened and you'd be like, oh, yeah, cool, Bizarro is happy in a Supergirl. Like, right. by, at this rate, though, by the end of season one, you're probably going to have a doomsday fight, uh, a female doomsday fight with uh, Supergirl, you know? Two chicks fighting? I could get into that. <laughs> Well, that's what this show is a lot. It's just yep. two, two girls fighting each other with superpowers. But I'm just saying, like, they are there really no original Supergirl original stories or Supergirl stories instead of Superman stories that they're just adapting to Supergirl? I mean, I mean, I know that eventually, you know, later when she becomes Power Girl, she has more, you know, stories but i guess you know that's too far ahead and they want to stick to just supergirl i guess i mean yeah power girl i mean especially when she, when she got taken over by amanda connor and then uh or amanda connor and 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 jimmy palmiati and then uh i think also gail simone the all those people they they've done a lot of like original supergirl stories which are pretty great um but I would assume that back in the day when you had pre-crisis Supergirl and uh, fire, or yeah, fire matrix Supergirl or earth earthbound angel Supergirl or, you know, all these different Supergirls that happened. um, They had some original stories that could have been used. It had to have been, they, I mean, she's been around for how long, how many years, how many decades? True. Okay. You got me there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just, I just feel like, I feel like they're cheating that character. What I mean, how can I defend myself? Not really, because I don't know any Supergirl centric stories. But I'm watching the show, and I do know Superman centric stories, and I know that you're just reusing them. Um, so it, it kind of, it feels like, it feels, it feels bad to me. It just feels like bad writing. Well, maybe, you know, maybe it's just like Arrow where it has to borrow from, you know, other DC characters. (laughs) Yes, Batman. Until, you know, it reaches a point where it can actually stand up on its own two feet. Maybe. I mean, I mean, that's kind of, I guess that's that's what Arrow is doing now. He's still a little too too Batman-y for me, but he is getting closer to the Oliver Queen that I, I like. Um... So maybe we'll get to closer to a Supergirl that I can recognize as not Superman. I mean, for a story, a show that constantly wants to be like, we don't need Superman here. They are taking a lot of Superman stories. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, what else in this episode? I mean, other than the Bizarro thing, I think that's pretty much the the big part of the story. It's a, a homeless, or was it like a girl that was brain dead? Maxwell Lord, she's Jane Doe. No one knows who she is. Maxwell Lord took her body. Apparently, he had done this to a few other uh, brain dead girls, and they didn't work out as the experiment. But her, she did this one kind of did. She's still not a perfect uh, clone. She's an imperfect clone, if you would. He uh, kidnapped six other girls. Um, this uh, Supergirl realizes... Or, I mean, this Bizarro realizes that Supergirl isn't evil because she's rescuing people. Right. Uh, right. 
I mean, we have her going on a date with Cat Grant's son, and that's about it. Yeah, that that whole storyline kind of just stopped. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she had this. She she ended up having to leave at the beginning of the first date, and then at the end of the second date, she kind of like. They were like the whole sister Alex is like you should just go on the date anyways even though there's this other supergirl running around and she's like I don't know there's trouble and she's like no you need to have regular life and it's like no she needs to take care of this <laughs> <laughs> then go have the date bad sister advice right there <laughs> but then again like so the first time she meets the the Bizarro the, the Bizarro uh, looks just like her, right. and then realizes that Kara is is willing to save people, not hurt people, and she takes off. Uh, so then the second time they meet, they fight again because she's listening to Maxwell Lord, and she has the exact same powers. But then Kara uh, ends up winning that fight because of Alex. But as they're they're walking back through the facility, the DEO facility, Alex says she's just like you, except for she's the opposite. She has cold vision and fire breath. But that stuff didn't happen in that fight. Bad writing. Yes, it's so out of order. And then, like the next time you see, so she gets her face messed up a little bit, and then the next time you see her, she's at. Uh, She's back at Lord's technology, and her S on her chest is turned around. Like, why? <laughs> like, I understand that's how you know Bizarro is Bizarro, because the S is turned around. But there's no explanation in this. Like, it's a, in the comic book, usually there's some kind of explanation. Like, the most recent one, when Lex Luthor created Bizarro, like, Bizarro was a uh, in Forever Evil, he was just... Not smart, and he put the shirt on inside out, and the S was backwards. This time, the girl flies away, and then she shows up at Lord Technologies, and the S is backwards. It's like, what happened? And then later on, when she dies, it's turned around again. It's turned around back to the right way. Like, it's just bad editing. <laughs> Nobody's, you know, they're not expecting us viewers to pay that much attention to their costume and shit. That's horrible. You can't tell. I mean, like, I get it that you're doing these things because you're, you're like, yeah, the fans will like it. But then I'm watching the show and you're just doing things to do them. It, it, it just it's bad. And this is on CBS. Like CW is still a network channel, but it's obviously less watched than CBS. CBS is one of the, you know, big three. Yeah. I could I I don't know it just like little things like that were just like what is going on here? Oh, poor so Mitch. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the be- also the beginning of the episode, uh, Win walks past uh, Supergirl and he's like, I don't want to talk. And then at the end of the episode, you're like, Hey, I want to talk again. It's like, oh, this is so stupid. Yep. <laughs> And as soon as he finds uh, out that, you know, Supergirl has a, a twin, he's like, okay, yeah, I can help you out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anything else you want to say about this episode? I mean, I really don't have much to say. I mean, it was cool to see the, the, the two fight, but other than that, it wasn't much of an episode. 
No. No. The the te- I like so I do like this little stuff these these things that they're doing at the end now where it, it kind of is lead leads you into the next episode like the end of this the previous episode was uh uh the girls see the Supergirl on TV and she's like what are you doing out there and she's like I'm not out there I'm right here and then you know that's gonna be about Bizarro and then the end of this episode is the she gets back to the apartment and there's the Black Mercy pod. And you're like, oh crap! Black Mercy is next episode, so it's interesting that they're doing it this way. I think. I think it's just so I can get uh, entice you enough to watch the next episode. Oh well, it works because I definitely wanted to watch the want to watch the Black Mercy episode because that that's one of the, probably the coolest like Superman stories out there, and of course written by Alan Moore and drawn by Dave Gibbons, the Watchmen team. <laughs> so there you have that. Do you think they? Can Was there anything right that you for TV? Black Mercy. I think they they'll be able to do it right. I mean, really, it's just uh, ha- her having to have her her dream world, and then whatever you know, probably her other the other people in her team are on the outside trying to get her out of the dream world. You know, right. So, I mean, it shouldn't be too hard. It's just, I mean, can they do it right by capturing the proper um, emotions that should be evoked? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, we'll have to find out. She, she's a little bit dorky. You... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, did you have anything else about this episode? No. Okay. Uh, then, uh, I can, we can move on to Flash. What did you think of this episode? So this is the, um, this is the Tar Pit episode, right? Right. I, the idea behind Tar Pit I thought was very cool. I'd love to see that character come to life. Um, it, you didn't really, I didn't really get to see the, the version of the, the comic version of the character till the very end when you see the, the big, like amorphous fucking, uh, lava pit thing coming after them. But other than that, he's usually in his human form and I, I thought he looked very, uh, emo gothic cheesy. <laughs> And then also, I am so tired of the the Bang Baby, like, excuse already. Like, anytime a new villain, like, some, they keep using this whole, this person was doing this during the the particle accelerator explosion and th- turn him into this person, you know? It's just like, okay, you've done it to death. Just <laughs> use other things. I mean, they started doing this season, they started making it, oh, this villain is from Earth 2. That's how he, you know, he's going to be around, but it's, I don't know. I just think there needs to be more things happening in this world that creates villains or creates superheroes. <laughs> what did you think of the episode? Um, I I liked it. Um, I just felt that, um, you know, the, the drama going on with Joe's family is kind of just like, meh. Yeah, it's it's a little much. I mean, you know, when they were talking, the, like between Iris and, and and Wally talking, like 
I kept trying to remember in the episode before the week before, did the mother die? And like, I totally didn't remember that. And then eventually they were like, she she was my mother too. And I was like, well, I guess she did die. <laughs> it totally, I didn't even remember her dying. So that's how unrememberable that storyline is. Yeah, I I just remember Iris saying like, hey, she's really really sick. She's been asking about you. That's all I remember. Yeah, exactly. I remember her being in the hospital and her talking to her mom, but I don't remember the scene where they're like a flat line or whatever, you know? Yeah. I just, I, I just thought she was still in the hospital. So did I. So, uh, yeah, there, I mean, so you, what was it? The beginning of the episode, you also had the flash show, or you saw, you had Barry show up at the, the, um, uh, the West's house and, it's the three of them are having dinner and and he's like, "Oh, my family's not 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 my family anymore. I gotta go somewhere else." So then he goes and hangs out with Harry, and Harry's like, "Look, I don't want you around. You're annoying. I'm not Harrison Wells." And uh, I don't know. I, I like I like the whole like Har- Harrison Wells is like, "Look, I, I'm telling you now," or Harry's like, "I'm telling you now." If it comes down to it, I'm going to choose my daughter over any one of you. Which makes complete sense. Yeah. I mean, right? I completely agree. And, yeah, I mean, you know, the the strangers from Earth 1 that he hate, well, dislikes, yeah, he's not going to, you know, help you guys out. Exactly. So, uh, it's just... Uh... It was ridiculous for to the, for them to think that, or for them to when he fi- when he reveals himself, he reveals that he's been stealing some of uh, Flash's speed. For them to get mad at him, <laughs> so what? Well, and, why, so why again? Why why do you think Zoom needs Flash's speed? I I don't get that. He uh, he would probably need. Well, I mean. I thought it was obvious that he just wanted to be the only speedster around. Okay, so then why do you need to suck up the flash? I mean, I would think of it as like a as a uh, a battery, like your cell phone battery. You can only charge it up so much; it's going to be a hundred percent. Like, do you think he just has an unlimited container? He can just keep sucking in more people's speed. Oh, I didn't look at it that way, actually. Like, you know how you, if you plug in your cell phone to charge, once it gets to 100%, you can still leave it plugged in, but it's not going to be 200%. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's more of the storyline of, of who Zoom is, probably. And uh, I am... I guess more interested in seeing what what happens to that storyline. Right. I am excited that finally Barry's like, we're going to go to Earth 2. Yeah, I love <sighs> it that they're actually bringing the fight to Earth 2. Yeah, because it's... Like, I've been saying this whole time, uh, Harry, your daughter is still kidnapped, and you're hanging around with these guys doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's ridiculous. Uh, shit. I mean... I, I just gotta ask, okay, so how come nobody bothers to ask where the hell Jay is, you know, when all this is happening? He only shows up whenever the hell he wants to. 
Oh, that's because we couldn't pay hit the actor enough to be there the whole season, I guess. No, oh, I don't okay. know. It doesn't make any sense. Why? Why is it that he he constantly is gone? It, it's it's weird. Um, what more? What else does he have to do on this Earth that's not his Earth? Exactly, and I mean, if he goes to Earth one, I mean Earth two, and then you know, Zoom finds him. Zoom will probably kill him. So what the hell is he doing? <laughs> well, yeah, he's not going between the Earths because we know we know that for a fact. He's just. Hanging out in his apartment that apparently they got him. Well, must be nice. <laughs> yeah, it must be. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. It's 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 more nonsense of what's going on over there. What uh, I don't know. What what do you think that of them throwing uh, Harry into the pipeline? I thought that was pretty fucking brutal man i was like really i was like holy shit that's kind of cold-hearted i mean i know he told you that you know he wasn't gonna be a good guy and you guys still punished him pretty severely yeah exactly um it's i don't know well I'm, I'm glad i mean i'm glad barry eventually came he's like look it it makes sense i can't hold them i can't hold it against him that he did this, so we'll finally let's go save his daughter. Right, Joe. What would you do if it was your daughter, huh? Maybe he would have done the exact same thing. Right. But I'm glad that they're like, you know what? We fucked up. You know, we treated you badly. Come on, we're gonna work as a team. Yes, exactly. So, uh, what else happened in this episode? We oh we, we you know we get more insight into Wally. He's a car racer. We know this for a fact now. He fast races cars. He's fast and the furious. So, uh, you know, did you see any like Wally infatuation with the Flash at all? Because that's what the original Wally in the DC Comics was. He was he was the Flash's biggest fan, and the, eventually he got Flash powers, but. I, you know, I, I do want to say that um, I think his face lit up when he when he saved him. You know, fair enough. I mean, I think it's, I think they're just playing up the whole he likes to go fast stuff. So he, you know, that's going to be his connection to it, and then eventually he'll get powers, speedster powers. Hopefully. <laughs> what else do you got? Somebody's going to have to die. Uh, there can't be two speedsters on the show. Just saying. You mean like between Wally and 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 Barry? Yeah. Nah, I doubt he'll die. I bet he'll end up going somewhere else. Just like like Roy on Arrow. He he's he, they didn't have him stick around too long after he became uh, Red Arrow. He ended up going away. So. That's, That's what they'll end up doing with with Wally. They'll just be he'll be he'll be like, oh, I'm not going to stick around here. I'm going to go save people in New York or Keystone or you know wherever. Whatever the hell he went to. Yeah. So oh, maybe uh, he'll end up on uh, Titan somewhere. Oh, that's true. Um, I did write down that I got a little bit giddy when they're like, oh yeah, uh, we'll give you more news on uh, Oliver. On Oliver's uh, campaign on the TV. <laughs> every time, every time they mention that campaign in either show, I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's still running for mayor." 
<laughs> because it's like so random on I mean, when, when we get to arrow i'll talk about that but it's just like okay. it's a, such a like not even second thought but like a fourth thought in that show of that he's also running for mayor <laughs> come on man they had to do something to keep this so interesting well, I mean, it's only brought up every whenever they need it, so it's, it's I don't know how, how interesting it can be. Whenever they run out, run out of things to talk about. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't have any theories or, or uh, you know, um, expectations for this show. Uh, you know, in the near future, I'm excited to see what happens when they go to other Earths. That's about it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have anything to say at all. Cool. <laughs> Arrow, then. <laughs> yes. Arrow. Uh, were they able to do you a little better this episode? I, uh, dude, I just got to say the choreography in this episode was awesome. You know, and, and yeah, like that's how I, I felt about the last episode and the and the few before that. I mean, th- that's the part of the show that's really really getting me like I, for a TV show to have great choreography is just that much better. And that's what I, I feel like this, this show as compared to flash or Supergirl needs to focus more on because these are all street level heroes. These are all people that are regular here. They don't have superpowers. So we need them to focus on, you know, being uh, better at that point at that stuff. Right. And, um, I mean, other than that, um, the choreography was awesome. Um, sure, I really, all the, yeah, because I mean, I gotta say the chasing at the beginning of the episode and then, uh, and then the Nissa fight was awesome all around. The Nissa fight was, was pretty awesome. What? Um, we have, um, so go ahead. I was just saying, what, uh, what do you think of that Nissa fight? Like what, you know, go ahead with, with what you were going are you, are you talking about the one between Nissa and, and Malcolm, or or not Malcolm, but the um, Nissa and the um, the other guards, or Nissa and uh... oh, who did she fight? <laughs> uh, Katana is it Silver Katana? Katana, that's yes. right. That was that was pretty that was pretty awesome. Like, I mean, that's the same girl that was in Wolverine, right? Using the Katana blade, and it's so funny. Like, I. I when I was watching the episode, I went to because I I like her costume, Katana's like outfit, mm-hmm. and then I went to go look at the outfit of the character that's that's going to be Katana in Sub Suicide Squad, and they're so similar, but then they're so different, and I'm like, oh, you know, it, it's it's so weird. Like I I I, I kind of wish that the the TV version was the one that was in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, what did I, you feel about the fight? I liked it a lot, and I kind of turned to Miranda. I told her, I was like, I don't get why they're not using the same actress. <laughs> they really should. I mean, she's great, and she obviously knows she's been in movies, so uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I I do find it funny that they ended up using her in this episode for, right. you know, uh, for the same reasons that they are afraid of using characters between the movies and the TV shows. Right, and I mean, uh, they just used her for the for the Lotus uh, elixir. Right, and other than that, that was it. 
So most of this episode was dealing with Thea and her growing ill. Right? Right. So her dark touch that Damien Dark did on her has finally worn off, or at least her bloodlust is starting to eat away at her instead of uh, make her want to hurt other people. Um, and Roy was there, which was, was cool to see him show up again. Right. Um, and, and then he donned the outfit again. That was pretty cool. Do you, th- I forget at the end of the episode, did he end up taking the outfit back when he left? Ooh, I didn't actually catch that. That's a really good question. I mean, if you think of it, I mean, it could be cool if, you know, with uh, Wally showing up in Flash and Roy still being around in Arrow, and we actually get to see a formation of the Titans since that TV show isn't gonna see, isn't happening at TNT right now. That'd be really awesome. I mean, why not keep the same actors? Yeah. Uh, you, all you need now is a, a Aqualad and a Wonder Girl. I think you have the original four Teen Titans. Oh, and a Robin. Yeah. Hint, so. hint. TV producers, <laughs> executives. <laughs> I mean, you're only making money <laughs> hand over fist with all these other shows. Might as well jump on Titans as well. <laughs> what, um... I mean, other than that, um, it was oh. oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. I remember the big thing about the calculator showed yes. up. That was that was interesting. I thought that was cool that uh, we got to see the calculator, who ended up becoming a very cool character in DC Comics in recent history. I think during, uh, I think it was... Uh, Infinite Crisis, when his character got re- kind of rebooted and re- reimagined to being this big computer hacker. And then at the end of the episode, when we find out that he is Felicity Stokes' dad, dad <laughs> <laughs> which is, uh, you know, obviously not what it is in the comic books, but we've taken our liberties here and there. So it's it was cool. I mean, why? I mean... Making the 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 coolest hacker in oh, which is funny. That was a line in uh, Flash when Cisco is doing his hacking thing, and he's like, "Who's the best hacker in this universe?" And they're like, "Flissy Smoke." Dang it, guys! <laughs> come on, you guys are but, terrible friends. <laughs> so you know, the best hacker in the world, father, is also a hacker. That was just crazy. So, very, uh, you know, and then her take, Felicity Smoke is obviously taking more charge of uh, Palmer Industries or Palmer, Palmer Technologies. I forget which, which one it is. Uh, we have, we have uh, Damien Dark's wife running against Oliver for uh, uh, mayor. Right. And then what happened in the flashback? Shadow came back. Well, he had a hallucination of Shadow. Yeah, she still came right. back in a sense. <laughs> in a sense, yes. Uh, what was it that we were supposed to learn from that episode? Oh, it was Tiana. Tiana finally found out about that Oliver killed her brother. Right, and he's like, I had no idea that was your brother. 
Right, and he, he had to do it to save his own life kind of thing. Yeah. Um... He finally mentioned the fact that he's been going to uh, Central City every once in a while. To this, he doesn't say why, but he says he's been going back and forth between Central City a lot. So that means the sun still is out there. <laughs> <laughs> About time they said something. Right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's funny because What's-Her-Face just got out of the hospital, Felicity, and then Thea goes right into the hospital. And uh, what happened with her at the end of the episode? With, with uh, Thea? Yeah. Basically, uh, just an argument with Malcolm saying like, hey, it's her decision, you know, so she doesn't want you to fight for her then, you know, she doesn't want it. And um, she's in the hospital bed and then uh, Nissa comes around and tells Ali the proposal. Oh, that's right. She can, she, she can use the Lotus to save uh, Thea as long as he kills Malcolm Merlin. Yep. Which he just ended up shaking his hand, being like, you know, you're maybe not a completely bad guy. Even though he killed a whole bunch of Starling City people not too long ago. But, yeah. It, I mean, we, we know that he's not going to end up killing Malcolm Merlin. So, right. what, I mean, okay, I'm, I, I guess you can't say we know. They could throw a weird curveball at us and have him kill him. But, uh, I'm pretty sure he's not going to end up killing Malcolm Merlin. <laughs> what do you think uh, could happen? Uh, they might just kill off freaking Thea. Wow. Interesting. But- I mean... We do know there's supposed to be someone in the grave. <laughs> yeah, but he'd be more torn apart, you know, if it was Thea. You would think he would, but who knows? <laughs> I, I, it doesn't make sense with uh, Barry's line of, I've heard you were kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That, I, I, uh, I, I, can't, I don't know. I can't call it, man. I. I still want to say it's freaking Paul Blackburn's character, Officer Lance. I don't know. I'm still going to go with that. Yeah, I still think it's Captain Lance. It, it has to be. Uh, but I think I do, well, it, uh, it could, you know, it could also be Felicity's mom. Yeah, I've heard that too. But And I think you've told me about it too. But I don't know, man. I'm not sold on it. Yeah, you'd think Felicity would be more broken up about it in the car. Right, not just yeah, get that <laughs> sort of a bitch. Yeah. Interesting. That's funny that in Flash, the whole mystery is who's who's Zoom, and then in Arrow, the whole mystery is who's in the grave. Yeah. <laughs> that's... Do you have anything else about this episode? Uh, I think that's it. I think, we're, I think I'm good, too. Um, Agent Carter... This past week, uh, there wasn't too much that was uh, very interesting. I think basically you just saw her falling more in love with the the ghost doctor, and then you saw Madame Mass becoming more uh, in power or in control of her powers. Uh, other than that, not too much to talk about. You saw 
you saw the history of both characters. Madame Mask was a very smart girl from the beginning. Her mom told her that it's more important for her to be beautiful than to be smart. So when she got to Hollywood, she let uh, she ended up trying to she ended up getting a job or getting work as an actress, even though she's still very smart and wants to invent things. Uh, and then Agent Carter um, was offered. She'd worked for the military in Britain for a very long time, and then they offered her a job with um, training spies in the in the field. And she didn't want to take it because she was going to get married instead. And she had a fiance, and she was on it was her wedding day. And then on her wedding day, her brother, who who was the one that recommended her for the job with the SOE, ended up getting killed in action. So she called off her wedding, and then she took the job with the SOE, which is then leads her to eventually meet uh, Captain America, and that's where uh, you know the rest of her story comes in. So. We kind of just got backstories for the two uh, main characters, the, the, the hero and the villain, and that's about it. Okay. So nothing too eventful. Uh, no, not, not too eventful. It wasn't, it wasn't a very... It wasn't a very meaty episode, I should say. It was more of a filler episode. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't take down the fact that I am interested in the show... I still want. I still am interested, and uh, can't wait to see what else happens. Um, but that's it for that. So we'll go right into DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which we are still stuck in 1975. Yeah. <laughs> for episode what three or four? Three. 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 Right. And Carter is still dead. I know. Okay. The episode, though, starts off with uh, Kendra in the med bay, like, suffering from uh, medical ailments and going crazy. Did that happen at the end of episode two and I missed it? Like, well, she um, she just starts con- uh, convulsing, but she's not um, speaking gibberish, and they just throw her to the medical bay. In the end of episode two? That Well, during, they uh, Rip goes, hey, um... She's losing a lot of blood. Uh, take her to the medical bay. No, that was at the the beginning of episode three. Oh crap! Huh? Wasn't it? No, I thought that was at the end of episode two. Oh, maybe maybe I'm getting it confused. Then I don't know. Either way, I thought it was a very strange way to start off the episode. But uh, we it was a very much more you know or that whole part of that story was about uh, basically Ray Palmer becoming more of a hero and, and having more confidence in himself. That's kind of his problem is that he is a smart guy and he did create this suit, but he doesn't have any confidence in himself because no one believes in him <laughs> and no one remembers him. Which is pretty sad. It is kind of sad. Um, every time I've ever seen Ray Palmer's Adam, Adam Iron Man suit, he doesn't have a full helmet. He just has a helmet with a... A visor on the front of it. So how is he like traveling around inside blood and not dying from blood coming into his mouth and lungs? All right, I'm not the only one that caught that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so it was very, very weird episode. I thought, or that part of the show. Like once again, we're just 
having bad edits. Like, I think they might be getting lazy with all their success around here. <laughs> Nobody will notice. <laughs> so, uh, are you good at, at, at fixing cars there, Daniel? Uh, I can do a few repairs here and there, but nothing too complex. Do you think that with that knowledge you can go ahead and fix a spaceship then? Hell no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I like the fact that Jeff Jackson's like, I work on cars. And they're like, oh, well, then you should definitely be able to fit, fix this uh, alien or not. Yeah, probably alien. I mean, it's alien <laughs> enough. He's from the future. You know, technology. It's, oh, well, I had a uh, owner's manual. It tells me everything I need to know. Okay, calm down. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna. That's not how it works. I don't think. I don't think so. But either. he he gets it up and working, and him and uh, Snart and Rory go on a little trip to steal a emerald, uh, which. Is a real thing. That emerald is real in real life. Oh, really? Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, um, I forget. I forget what it was called, but it, it's a real emerald. However, it doesn't look like it looked in the show. And when it when you first saw it in the show, what did you get any like uh, images in your brain? Kryptonite. Kryptonite. That thing looked just like Kryptonite from any other <laughs> show that has to do with Superman, all the way back to Lois and Clark. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i think I, I i don't think that could have been a um a uh uh a mistake or uh accident i think they're definitely alluding to uh kryptonite and superman i mean obviously he already said he's seen men is still topple and bats of gotham die or whatever <laughs> so uh Obviously, Superman exists somewhere, so if that was Kryptonite, that was pretty cool. Yeah. However, he decide, uh, Snart decides to give it to his dad uh, so that he doesn't get caught stealing it. I was like, well, he's still going to have to try and sell it, and he's probably going to get caught there, and then what happens at the end of the episode? He's like, oh yeah, you he, didn't help out your dad. He got arrested he, for selling it to an undercover cop. Right? I thought that was, uh, I was like, I can't believe that that's what they ended up doing. Um, also, I feel like he possibly could have wiped out his sister. Because he's like, oh, by the way, you know, um, I want to pop you, but, you know, that's going to, you know, that's going to stop my sister from being born. And the dad's like, sister? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was funny that he, like, Mick, Mick and, and, and Leonard tend not to care about the whole fact that they're in the past and they might upset something <laughs> happening in the time street at all. They don't care about that at all. Well, I feel uh, with all the freaking fights that that freaking uh, White Canary and Rip did throughout that day, I feel like they disrupted something in the timeline too. They could have. Very, very well could have. Um you know what also I don't like? Okay, uh, before we get off of uh, Captain Cold and, and Heat Wave, I thought it was cool that finally Captain Cold isn't wearing that parka anymore. Like, I know that it's very... It's the his iconic like costume in the comic books is for him to be wearing the parka, but I just feel bad for uh, 
Wentworth Miller to always have to be wearing that parka. You know it's got to get hot. Yeah. <laughs> it has got to get warm running around with that thing on. So uh, I, I thought it was cool that he, he wasn't wearing it anymore. Um, now, getting to the Rip Hunter part of the story. So we see him uh, in ancient Egypt going after uh, Vandal Savage. And what is the what's the nickname that he ended up giving him? Karib. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. It was, but uh, like I didn't think that would have been in, like in line history. Like so, when he gets to him later on in the episode, he's like, "Oh, I did visit him once already." I was like, I, I thought that was going to be like something in Rip Hunter's future, but. Vandal Savage's past, but apparently it already happened. And like, see, when you have a time travel show, you don't need to go. Everything doesn't need to be linear. And I think that they're doing everything linear is is kind of like detrimental to them. But then again, it helps the audience that doesn't think the same way I think. Uh, you know, keep things in perspective. I assume. Right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he. You know, it was it was funny to see that. Um, Sarah was able to notice all the different people and like how that guy's an assassin. Those people are mercenaries. That chick has a gun, you know. Yeah. Like she is almost Batman detective like. <laughs> I don't know. I feel uh, from this episode, I got a really, really big Black Widow vibe from her. Really? See, I got more of a Electra vibe from her. Oh, okay. Like I like because she even calls herself assassin a bunch of times in the sh- in the show, which is very much so what Black Widow is too. She's an assassin, right? So I can, I get what you're saying. I I totally see that too. I just to me, I just got more of a Black Widow or Electra vibe. So you didn't think it was cheesy that she's like, oh, you know, this one has a gun. You know, these are assassins. His cow no, says because I think that that's going to be something that she brings to the the team, like. You got Ray Palmer has his his super suit. Uh, Doctor Stein is smart. Uh, Jefferson Jackson or yeah, Jefferson Jackson is is the kid, so he's naive about everything. Mm-hmm. Snart is uh, you know creative. Mickey Rourke or Mick Rourke <laughs> Mick Rory is just the just the like muscle really. Right. And and uh, Rip Hunter is the leader. So. Like, they all have to have something that's unique to them, or else it's... What's the point of having redundancies? True. Like, I, it almost seems like that's why they killed off Carter Hall. Because him and and Hawkgirl are, are, are too similar, so they just kept Hawkgirl. It's crazy, though. Kill him off in the first goddamn episode. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all, but... Like I said, with a show that's about time travel and a character that reincarnates, I can't assume we're not going to get him down the line again. And I'm pretty sure we're going to find him out, uh, find him again in the next episode. Because where are they going? Where are they going? Into the 80s. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you have it. Um, oh, his followers, Vandal Savage's followers, drink the blood of... Carter Hall and Shiaira to stay alive longer too. That is creepy. Yeah. 
<laughs> I thought so too. Creepy blood cult. <laughs> I agree. And then she starts chanting it in her sleep. Oh man. Uh, I, I enjoyed this episode. It didn't have the blaring uh, inconsistencies that the last episode did. Um, so uh, I'm still excited about this series. Yeah. How about you? I'm still excited, and I feel like this episode um, had the production value that we saw in the first episode again. Right. Very much so. I felt that way, too. Like with uh, the atom flowing around in the blood veins and playing asteroids, basically, with the <laughs> blood clot. Yeah, uh, that was pretty fun. And then, I mean, of course, they um, another big thing that they covered was teamwork. So, yes, yes, and that's the reason why this is the show is going to work, or this this team is going to work. Is if they work together, they all bring their unique part to the show. Yep, or to the to the to the team. So, uh, I, I I'm good. How about yourself? I am also good. All right. Um. Anything anything about any of the shows that you want to you just want to say? Uh no, you? Oh, yeah, one thing I wanted to say. Oh no, no, I don't I don't have anything to say. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I don't know what I was thinking. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh cool. Uh I am excited uh for next week. We have you know, a lot of uh shows to watch and then the week after that is the return of the Walking Dead for us, so we'll have to see what happens. And you might actually catch us on The Talking Dead if you guys watch it, sitting in the audience. If, if we, 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 we've been, we've been hoping, we've been, we've been hoping. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all right, Daniel, give out your uh, Twitter handle. Daniel Von Helvet. And I am agent underscore of the underscore bat. And uh, you can always find us on Geek Elite Radio on Facebook, at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, and geekeliteradio.com. So, until next time, this has been Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying, Daniel, geek out. Geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.